0: Hey, I'm Nicole.
1: I'm Ben. And you're listening to Wicked
0: and Grim. A true crime podcast. Warning.
1: It was fucking clean.
0: Was it clean? I felt like I actually kind of fucked up <laughs> opening the drink, but. It was like very like elongated and like, It was elongated because I'm actually really shitty at opening these cans. And then we didn't fuck up the intro. We didn't fuck it
1: up. Cheers to that.
0: Merry Christmas.
1: Merry motherfucking Christmas, everybody.
0: Merry Christmas. Because
1: as of right now recording, we are how many days late for putting this episode out?
0: We are, it's uh, Friday. It was supposed to come out on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, so we're. Three one, days. Two, three. Three four yeah three days behind unless you include today four but then we're probably putting out well we'll be putting it out yeah roughly four i think three four days by the time we get it up uploaded yeah but
0: hey we're getting it out there we are doing it
1: we are but we've had you guys oh my god
0: oh my gosh i actually feel like i've never been this exhausted
1: right because it's just one thing after the
0: other one thing after the other
1: well, we've had probably close to a week of just absolute ridiculous Living in chaos. chaos. Chaos is even like it doesn't even describe it. Yeah. Um, so we live in a tiny home, clearly. If you if you don't know that, you know it now. Now you know. Um, and then we have been dealing with frozen pipes because we live in the north, and our builder of the tiny home did what?
0: Didn't listen to our recommendations.
1: There we go. And put the pipes in a place where they would all freeze. They
0: would freeze
1: 100%. So we had to get plumbers in here, thankfully under warranty, mm-hmm. and run new pipes, new water supply.
0: All through the house.
1: Oh, shit. That was like night, like the night before Christmas. All through the house. Sorry.
0: Not a creature was stirring.
1: Not even a mouse. Not except, even a Ripley or a. Mica. Except for
0: our new water pipes, yes. oh, and water,
1: <laughs> but literally all through the house, new water oh. system, new hot water tank because it's broken and frozen. It's we've had plumbers in a tiny home working with tool kits, tools everywhere. Oh, I should have taken a,
0: a shot of what it looked like in here some days.
1: Oh, I, I yeah, it's it was ridiculous. like you'd
0: walk in and it was just like what,
1: and then on top of that. We're like what minus twenty three right now, degrees Celsius which
0: you were like isn't actually that cold, but that's fucking cold. I'm oh, sorry, I don't care who you are.
1: That's our like average winter. winter
0: no, average it isn't year. I don't think we get that cold that often in winter. oh we do well, not for it's this is prolonged though I feel like it's extended because this weekend it's supposed to be like minus thirty minus thirty five even Well, that's fucking cold
1: that that's getting colder. We've got, we've had cold. That's just
0: getting a little bit cold.
1: Last year, we were into the minus 40s. If you include wind chill, we were down to like minus 53. But anyways, that's besides the point. What I was trying to say is we are in cold temperatures, like minus 23 degrees right now, Celsius. And we don't even have hot water because we're waiting on our new hot water tank.
0: Yay. And it's Christmas, which means like drastically behind. I love Christmas. And I was Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve, which is- usually
1: done like at least by like what? end of October? I,
0: no, I usually like to try to be done by December. So that just like shows how fucking behind we you're are. You're
1: usually like at least close to being done by the end of October, aren't no. you? No, no, I'm no, pretty no. sure.
0: By the end of November.
1: Okay. okay no, you're, you're making
0: me look too good there.
1: Okay. I'm a little ahead of it. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's been...
0: So anyway, cool. but I do have to say, we do have to say that we were late and we put out something on Instagram, we put on something on uh, Patreon and literally like everyone was just been so kind. It just kind of blew back. me away actually. Not that I Aww. expected people not to be, but I we just put so much pressure on ourselves to be... Bless something just sneeze
1: <laughs> ripley sneezing away back. okay
0: i was like did my mouth just make that noise <laughs> i was so confused did I just
1: sneeze <laughs> excuse me
0: i don't know oh she's going hog ripley you okay um she so good. she good i just didn't i don't we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and then it kind of felt like we were failing but then everyone was so kind and it was really yes.
1: nice so thank you everyone to those kind words like it 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 meant a lot. It
0: really did, actually. It put a little bit of pressure off us.
1: It did, because we we do put a lot of pressure on our own shoulders for the show. We really want, want to keep consistency. That's really important for us mm-hmm. make sure that we uh, we stay on that schedule and we actually deliver to all of you. So after, I think it was like after 55 or 56 episodes, we were finally late on one. And you guys were just so kind on the fact that we were actually late on it. And it, it really meant a lot. It was so awesome. Cheers. Cheers. To everyone out there who is listening right now and who's listened to us and supported us and is so kind. And Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. I don't know if you heard our cheers, but we cheersed. Okay. Oh, I got to take a drink now, don't I?
1: Yep. I feel like in that moment, my heart just grew three sizes. <gasps>
0: oh, look at this. The Chris- the magic of Christmas. It's just happening. Right?
1: Either that or I might have a heart attack because that just sounds like a heart failure waiting to happen.
0: <laughs> what, the shit we just went through? Or well, going that, through? that
1: too, but I just meant a heart growing three oh. sizes. Oh. That doesn't sound healthy. <laughs>
0: No, it way, doesn't.
1: Oh, what also doesn't sound healthy is going around on Christmas morning uh, massacring people. That's that's pretty fucked up, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, that's not really, really how I'd want to spend my Christmas morning.
1: Uh, yeah, not so much. I would really hope no one spends a Christmas no. morning like that. But our last episode was like that. And today's episode is also like
0: that you found another one eh?
1: well i didn't find one it was recommended to us over on instagram by jessica bird what's up jessica thank you Woo! for the recommendation i've never heard of this one before uh it's called the grapevine massacre it goes by a few different names it's usually revolving around like grapevine shooting grapevine massacre or something like that
0: grapevine or grape? grape so grape. like oh huh, so does that involve wine
1: it does not it, it's in a place oh yeah.
0: Okay, sorry. <laughs> you know what's on my mind, eh? <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. The booze. Yeah, it is the Christmas holidays. We are high stress levels, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm drinking Mike's Hard and uh, White Claw. I'm double fisting, actually. Double fisting, wow. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. I'm only
1: single fisting because I got to present today.
0: Let's get into this.
1: Okay. So the Grapevine Massacre. This is, like I said, another Christmas massacre. And this is the story of a man named Aziz Yazdin Pana. Um, who is a 56-year-old man living in Coleyville, Texas. Okay, oh,
0: okay. Texas. Yes.
1: Um, now, Aziz was born in Iran, and we deal with a lot of Iranian um, origin names here, so I'm sorry mm. if I, I butcher them. I'm going to do my best. Okay. Um, he was born in Iran, and he would come over to the United States. Uh, he was described by his neighbors, by his neighbor, sorry, Terry Baum, as just a really nice guy. And whenever, this is a quote, by the way, whenever I saw him with, his kids he was all about his kids he was the perfect neighbor oh so sounds like a great guy now on the surface it was all around a great guy okay on the surface he cared for his kids even volunteered at a local high school he was a stand-up citizen but again on the surface, surface.
0: and when something's perfect it's fishy isn't it
1: right we've dealt with a lot of cases so far in individuals who are Stand-up citizens in the public eye, but they do a lot of dark shit behind the doors.
0: Yeah, they come across so good and then boom, (laughs) Uh, they're not.
1: Yeah, so we all know not to judge a book by its cover by now. Now, Aziz may not have been or may have been the perfect neighbor and all about his kids, but like many of us, he struggled with hardships behind those closed doors. Aziz and his wife, for example, struggled with financial troubles. Okay. Not anything like super dark, like he's not like on a murderous rampage yet, um, <laughs> foreshadowing.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but he definitely did deal with hardships.
0: Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, for example, a bank had foreclosed on their upskill, uh, suburban home in Coleyville, Texas. Uh, and Aziz's friends also said that his business as a realtor wasn't doing so well. Um, more so in fact, like he was really struggling. Pretty he was much, a realtor? He was a realtor.
0: We have to hustle when you're a realtor. You do. Like you that's you really a hard do. job.
1: Oh, I've seen so many realtors that are like working 24 7 right. well it
0: seems like to be good you almost have to which is like sad
1: it's scary honestly too
0: for like your work life work life balance yeah work life balance yeah.
1: yeah like a work personal thing yeah
0: yeah it's like very skewed one way
1: yeah so um so basic basically at this point though he was though he technically had a business as a realtor he was essentially unemployed oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, and, uh, Aziz refused to get another job. Um, and it might've been because of his pride, who knows why, but, uh, he was like, no, I'm a realtor, I'm a businessman and that's that he's not going to go flip burgers. He's not going to sweep a floor. He's not going to do what he has to do. And I mean, I understand that pride factor, but when it comes to like having a family, having to support, you know, those that are in your life personally, You got to do what you got to do.
0: Yeah, but he had a dream, right? And it's not working. It's pretty devastating.
1: Yeah, Um, but that it kind of went on for
0: too long. long Oh, definitely. Okay.
1: Um, It may also be important to note uh, that the federal court's uh, records show that Aziz was placed on a three-year probation in 1996 uh, after pleading guilty to one count of subscribing to false income tax returns. Uh, he was fined a thousand dollars and required to pay thirty thousand dollars in restitution fees, which seems absolutely insane to me. I'm not too sure how they got to that that uh, sum.
0: Wow. But, yeah. Way to just, like, shit on shit. Right? <laughs> oh, my god! Like, you're like,
1: oh, I got to do my taxes. I'm going to owe, like, 500 bucks. And
0: I don't have 500 bucks.
1: So try and cheat the system. Oh, shit. You tried to cheat us out of 500. Now you owe us 30 grand. <laughs> what?
0: Excuse me? Oh, no. That just, it honestly, like, doesn't even surprise yeah. me, though.
1: Now, d- don't take my math there. No, or, I, know, was, I know. Yeah. Were just I know. Like, you I just being facetious. Yeah. So. But,
0: oh, wow.
1: Yeah, so... Way to kick kick someone when they're down.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, Now, he also refused to let his wife work, even though she was a licensed cosmetologist.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: he was supposed to be the breadwinner. Again, I think it's more pride Mm. thing.
0: She could have been making some money. She could have
1: been. And I know like cosmetologists can definitely make some good Mm -hmm. dough if they're in their like the right field doing really good and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like, you know, he's the head of the household. He's the man. He's a businessman that. Type of um, perspective, I think, is what he's playing with there. So if
0: I was the breadwinner, you would be like, fucking fucking go. Let's do it.
1: You go. You're like, let's
0: do it. Yeah. Be my sugar mama.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Can you be my sugar mama, please? Sure. Yes. I'm
0: working on it. All right.
1: okay. I'm done the podcast. It's all Nicole now. You heard it. She's doing it.
0: You're outie, eh?
1: (laughs) if only. If only.
0: No, you love this shit.
1: I do. I fucking love this film. So <laughs> okay, so moving on here. Okay, so the family was getting to the point where they couldn't pay their bills and living without water and electricity, for example, became a normal routine for the household.
0: I know how that feels.
1: <laughs> With the frozen pipes right <laughs> sorry, now.
0: Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll shut up. I,
1: I think they might have had a little worse.
0: They had it I guess, worse. I yeah. know. I'm sorry.
1: Um, eventually, his wife, Fatima uh, Ramati, I believe is how you say her last name. Fatima Ramati. Um, who was 55 years old and also born in Iran, became the breadwinner for the family while Aziz continued to be unemployed. Um, eventually got to the point where, yes, yeah, she was she was doing some work to to bring in some income. And this was after the course of um, I couldn't find a, a concrete number on how that time period played. But I think it was about four or five years or so.
0: Oh, wow. Before she so they struggled for quite a while. They
1: struggled for a very long time. Uh, but the income she wasn't, or she was making, wasn't quite enough, though. She ended up actually turning to her brother for assistance, her brother, Dr. Ali Ramadi. So, yeah, turning to the family for help, and, mm-hmm. and he's helping supplement that income.
0: Which isn't easy to do.
1: No, it's not. But, I mean, her brother's got her back, which is good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, their financial problems hit a new low in 2012 when a bank foreclosed on the family's home in Coleyville, and Aziz and his wife separated in March. Of oh sorry i had that date wrong uh sorry foreclosed on the new on the home in 2010
0: 2010
1: my apologies um, and Aziz and his wife separated in March of 2011. fatima then moved into a nearby community of grapevine
0: oh there, go. there we go yeah.
1: and got herself an apartment and she also found a job working at a nearby salon so oh, she put her cosmetology okay. license to use she moved out she's got her apartment going now, Fatima also brought their two children with her. Like Pet. I said, you know, family sort of thing. You got to buck up and take care of your family, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. At least that's my perspective. I'm sure there's, well, there's acceptance to every rule, but. Uh, so where I lost my spot. Shoot. Ripley, you distracted Rip, me.
0: Yeah, Ripley distracted you with her cuteness. She came
1: over and wanted pets.
0: So cute. Okay, Ripley, go lay down.
1: Uh, okay. So yeah, she moved out and she took the two children with her, um, children that the both couple loved and cared for very much. Uh, now Nona Yazpanana uh, was 19 and she was a student at a Territ County community college who dreamed of becoming a lawyer. And that was their daughter. Okay. And her brother, Ali, who was 15, was a student at Coleyville Heritage High School. Now, despite the separation, the couple appeared to be on relatively good terms. Aziz even had Fatima's new apartment key and sometimes drop in to visit the children. Oh wow. Yeah. So I mean good on them for keeping that. That's right? like
0: super good terms.
1: Uh huh. Right Definitely. on. I know a lot of people like in that sort of situation with separation, it becomes really tense. Mm-hmm. So props to them for keeping that oh, in. This in the way is a
0: hundred percent better, really.
1: And for the kids, right? Yeah. So.
0: totally. Oh my gosh, Rip, do you want to like disturb the podcast anymore? This
1: is the Ripley show today.
0: <laughs> what has she been choking on? I
1: don't know. Choking oh. on us not paying attention to her.
0: Yeah, she wants her new Christmas stuffy.
1: Definitely. Okay, so Ripley aside, um, despite their separations, uh, they had very good terms. Um, but all of this, one of Nona's friends... Allison Baum, who graduated Colleyville Heritage High School with her, um, would later report that some of her insights with the family dynamics that she witnessed were not quite so positive.
0: Okay. So. Do tell. Is there more
1: there, on that? What's that? Is
0: there more on that? There is. I actually okay. have
1: quotes directly from her.
0: Okay. So
1: she said, quote, the mom and dad didn't get along. The dad was never violent, never did anything to hurt them. He loved his kids and he was a good dad. There's more. Don't worry. That's that's a positive one that's for pos- now. That's pretty yeah.
0: positive there, yeah.
1: Now, family friends uh, of Aziz and Fatima never saw any sign of him being violent. There are reports and statements from some that said they sensed some things through the years, but nothing dramatic or extreme. Now, however, these aren't the only statements brought forward. Like some of the more onomous por- um, por- ones portray um, Aziz... Uh, you know a little more darker or maybe strict as you would say now one of the classmates Lacey Reed who was 18 and attended the high school with Nona said she would come home from school crying and tell us her dad was or sorry she would come to school crying sorry and tell us her dad was crazy he wouldn't let her wear certain things he was always taking her phone away checking her call history and checking her text messages. Now, apparently there's more extreme than just being a strict father, like Aziz had installed cameras around the home so he could watch families coming and going. Uh, He wanted to keep tabs on them and who they were with and whatever. There are reports of friends saying that he nailed their bedroom windows shut so that she couldn't sneak out in the night and see her boyfriend. Now, this one isn't confirmed and I personally don't see it. I don't see it as terrible because i'll tell you why i don't see it terrible for nailing someone's window closed
0: oh i have some opinions here too okay
1: (laughs) okay just let let me get through this okay and i know people are probably like um excuse me you don't think that's bad just just let me explain it is extreme yes it is wrong yes but sneaking out is also wrong going behind your parents back is also wrong Mm -hmm. to me it seems like butting heads both of them are wrong and if you aren't running away in the middle of the night is it an issue that you can't crawl out of your window Touche. So yes, he's doing wrong, but also she's doing wrong. If, if in fact he did nail the window shut.
0: Well, and maybe he's just terrified of the bedroom strangler. Oh, I would shit. nail, I would nail my kid's fucking window shut That's too if true. I knew about that, that, dude.
1: Um, and I also do just want to point out, yes, I'm aware of fire escape issues nailing windows That's shut. true. Yes. Yeah. I'm aware of that. That's. That's a whole other topic.
0: But then in some some of the things on that list aren't that bad. Like, okay, what? Did she want to be wearing like a teeny tiny miniskirt right. to school? Like, of course, he's going to say something, right? Right.
1: He's just a strict dad. Yeah. So there are reports of a strict father figure mm-hmm. or a strict parent, maybe even a little bit too strict in some of some opinions. In some, some cases, opinions. yeah. But he clearly loves his kids. He clearly cares for his kids. He's just a strict individual.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And there could be many reasons for that, really.
1: Yeah. I, I just think there's there is no problem, for example, of the window. There's there's no problem with something like that if you're not yeeting yourself with the, out of the window at 3 a.m.
0: Yeah, like, but respect I Respect mean, your
1: parents and your parents will respect you. It the, goes two ways.
0: The fire thing is a little bit sketch. But then, yes. I mean, if there was a fire of some sorts, you could just break the window, right? Probably.
1: Uh, not, always. not always. Not always. Not always. So you don't want to rely on that. No. No. So anyways, anyways. um, Another quote I have from a friend. Uh, Lacey is, she couldn't date at all until she was a certain age, but when he was going to let her date, she couldn't date anyone outside their race or religion.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yes, this is wrong. And I don't agree with it, but just playing devil's advocate here, it's not abnormal for conservative parents who grew up in like certain cultures or religion. You know, it's just kind of, they grew up, that's their way of life. Mm -hmm. Um, and as a family being Muslim, like, I'm not sure how, uh, strict, they are, mind you, but it very well could play a part of their culture.
0: Oh, totally. I've so, definitely heard of that. Yeah. So. Definitely heard of that.
1: So is it right? No. But is it ingrained in maybe their culture? Definitely a possibility. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't understand everybody.
0: And some cultures have way different rules, too, when they're raising their children and how strict they're supposed to be yeah. and all this stuff, too, right? Yeah, it's so. definitely
1: easier to be. Uh, An onlooker, like an outside perspective, a third party looking in Mm -hmm. and not understanding those dynamics.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Now, whether it was boy trouble or otherwise, Nona's mother and brother seemed to actually come to her aid when the father punished her. Uh, If her phone was taken away, her mom would actually sometimes find a way to sneak it back to her and her brother would lend her his phone (laughs) as well. Whoa. Yeah.
0: They were all against it, the dad. They were.
1: It seems. There's two sides to that coin. Either A, the dad was that bad and they have every right to do that, Mm -hmm. or B, you have a mother and a father disagreeing and a mother just going behind the father's back and like really fucking up the relationship between the kids and the dad. There's there's two sides there. Yeah. Which one it is, it's hard to say.
0: That's so just... When the kid goes to one parent and asks or something it doesn't get the answer they exactly. want, they go to the other parent and they do get the answer they yeah, want.
1: You're playing the parents against, against each other, yeah, which totally. is not healthy. No. Uh, all the while, Nona was just trying to look forward to her future, though. Uh, going to college, becoming a lawyer. Uh, she was mostly just excited for her life. That uh, was just really getting started. She was going to have control of it without an overbearing parent, you know, trying to play puppet master. Fatima was Clearly very close with the family. It's been something I've mentioned like a few times already with the children, uh, her brother, you know, paying uh, the helping supplement the family's income. Um, Her sister, uh, who she was also especially close with. Now, this leads to everyone wanting to spend Christmas together as a family, of course, as we all do around the holidays. Mm -hmm. Now. Though they were an Iranian descent family, Christmas lights and decorations could always be found throughout the family home each year. It was a tradition they adopted into their family very well and their lives. Uh, so this year wasn't going to be any different. Now, there are reports of, you know, when they did have the financial trouble, lights not actually being found in the home for obvious reasons. Right. But they wanted to make the best of it. They wanted to get a family gathering together. Fatima was out on her own now. She had a job. She had some income. Wanted to celebrate, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Christmas, right?
0: It's the time to get together. Tis the season. It absolutely is.
1: So Christmas morning, some of them got together to celebrate. There was Aziz, Fatima, the two teen children, Fatima's sister, uh, his... I totally messed that wording up on this sentence. I'm so sorry. Uh, Fatima's sister's husband, there we go, which would be Aziz's brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and their 22-year-old niece, Sarah Fatima Zari, um, which is her sister and brother-in-law's... Um, kit. Kit, yes. Okay. Yes, okay, so the brother who was actually supplementing the income, Ali, was abroad, and he wasn't actually able to make Christmas, but he did do his, like, phone call rounds on christmas morning wishing everyone a merry christmas that sort of thing which is awesome you know even though you're away making sure you're in touch Absolutely. for christmas yeah love it
0: well geez we've really gotten used to that in the last little bit
1: <laughs> yeah with covid right?
0: zoom and stuff haven't That's you seen true. i think it's been in, in commercials and stuff where there's like a nice dinner table or something and like tablets there showing people's faces <laughs> or
1: something no i don't think i've seen that <laughs> i've seen that
0: somewhere and i'm just like wow look look at what we where the, we've come the here. times
1: we're in hey yeah Ugh. Now, it was Fatima's apartment that they actually celebrated at. Um, Their niece had arrived at the apartment by 11 o'clock, their niece, Sarah, and she had sent to a friend shortly after arriving saying, so we're here. We just got here. And my uncle is here, too. Dressed as Santa. Awesome. Complete sarcasm if you can't catch that.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't actually catch that.
1: Yeah. yeah, No, the the niece is I think she's like somewhere around 19 or something like that.
0: They didn't want him there.
1: No didn't okay. want him there uh she sent another text shortly after at 11 15 a.m by the way sorry that said now he wants to be all father fatherly and win father of the year he was part of the family he loved his kids but it sounds like he was clearly the odd man out like if that's not obvious by that it should be because he wants to be all fatherly and win fatherly of the year or father of the year yeah that's
0: some relationships were definitely harmed in the process.
1: hundred percent. Now, there are speculations of there being some slight confrontations um, about Aziz's presence, but there is no proof of this at all. Uh, whether there are confrontations or not, we, we just don't know. So I didn't want to report on any of it. And even some of the ones I did find, it, there was nothing backing that information up in any way, shape or form. So,
0: so it's potential, but... It's potential, but
1: definitely not confirmed. Now, as far as we can tell, it was just a bit awkward, weird, but they made the best of it sort of thing. You know, Aziz and Fatima, they're they're going through a rough breakup. They're sticking it together for the kids as best they can, but they're clearly not really getting along Mm -hmm. is basically what it's starting to boil down to.
0: And really, at this point, like the kids are older. They are. They almost... I don't know if that if that's an unpopular opinion, but maybe just be doing their own things instead of forcing this awkwardness. That's
1: true. Right? Like, that's I just true. feel like
0: maybe it's too much.
1: Yeah. But you also got to think, okay, the mom wants to spend Christmas with their kids. The dad wants to spend Christmas with their kids.
0: They yeah. Wanna... And they probably would have chose the mom, right? So maybe this is... Yeah, so... For the best. I don't know. Because I don't know what the fuck's coming. So I don't know. <laughs>
1: Um, now after that they began their christmas festivities they made the best of everything even if it was awkward weird whatever they all sat around the christmas tree taking in the magic of the holidays passed out presents wrapping paper was being peeled away from lovingly wrapped gifts as they smiled and thanked one another when suddenly aziz pulled out a gun and one by one he began shooting everyone in the room what Yup.
0: Okay, I was like, okay, he has a gun. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. He and pulled, then
1: you pulled out a handgun and started executing everybody in the room.
0: Well, this went real self.
1: Right? So you have a man, your father, your brother-in-law, your uncle, your ex-husband sitting next to you on Christmas morning.
0: Shooting everyone.
1: At least during, potentially even after opening gifts and then just pulls out a gun and starts killing everybody. What the Dressed fuck? As Santa Dressed as, as well. Santa Claus. <laughs> Dressed as fucking Santa Claus.
0: Oh, man. What
1: the actual fuck?
0: For a brief moment while you went to that, like, pretty awful shit that's happening here, the Christmas tree lights went out. And then just a second, as kind of uplifted, they came back on. Really? So it's like this Christmas tree is sensing the pain. Oh,
1: shit. It's
0: actually creepy as fuck.
1: Fucking Wiccan Christmas tree.
0: I don't like it. I don't like it at all.
1: (laughs) Now, Aziz shot his daughter, niece, and sister-in-law multiple times in the head.
0: Wow. His
1: wife, Fatima, was shot once in the head, and his brother-in-law was shot multiple times in the head, chest, and stomach.
0: So he really didn't like him.
1: For whatever reason, he was shot a lot more. Yes. Then...
0: He might have been trying to help... Maybe that's why.
1: Maybe. Right? Potentially. Maybe. There is potential on that. That's actually true. Yeah. Uh, but then at 1134 a.m., now remember the last text that was sent by the niece was 1115. Now he's trying to be all fatherly of the year, Yeah, right? this
0: shit's going real fast.
1: Yeah. So at 1134 a.m., Aziz picked up the phone after killing everyone in the he home.
0: did kill everyone.
1: And dialed 911
0: what the heck
1: once the operator answered he said and i quote i am shooting people help help and then the phone disconnected okay <laughs> you
0: good well what the freak like that doesn't make any sense like he just like something happened right just to it's like a switch went off in him
1: yeah, or I was mean, he?
0: I guess if he brought the, the gun, he was planning the shit all along. He
1: brought the gun, he was clearly planning something. Whether he acted in the moment and decided that you know what, all these people are gonna go, or who knows what, it's like I don't know. He had a but gun, these on him.
0: are his children, so I don't yeah. understand.
1: I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, I there is no way I can understand the psychology of this, um, but. The crazy thing is, I mean, we just did a case almost parallel with this. Like it follows damn near the exact same storyline. Yeah. Christmas, the Santa suit, the divorce. Except the this guy
0: was invited and he was, well, well welcomed in quotation marks there. It, he,
1: he technically, as far as we can tell, wasn't invited, but they accepted him showing up. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: But it, it just almost seems like, I mean, I'm sure you have more to say, but almost like a I don't know, religious thing potentially, but I don't know.
1: Uh, no, as far as we can... there, There's no religion connection as far as we can tell. No.
0: Okay, so, okay, so what the freak happens after this phone call?
1: <laughs> well, police quickly responded to the scene and they arrived only about three minutes after the call. Everyone was found in the home dead. Everyone. Everyone was found dead, including Aziz, who had been shot in the head. And forensics have shown that Aziz did in fact kill himself and did still have the gun in his hand when he was discovered.
0: Wow. Yes. Which basically means like there's not a lot of answers. Yep. Potentially, there's right?
1: Forensics can can tell a little bit, but they're, other than that, like, yeah, they, they can tell Aziz did it. But that's about it. Now, before Aziz did turn the gun towards himself, police believed that he actually did try to stage the scene by placing a second gun in the hands of his deceased brother-in-law, Muhammad Zari. Wow. Now, here's the kicker, though. Possibly using the motive that Muhammad and himself had been found to go on, quote-unquote, business trips together when, in actuality, they were picking up sex workers. So, potentially painting the picture that Muhammad did this in a form of rage or revenge in being discovered in this. Potentially.
0: Okay, but were they actually doing that or is that just a lie?
1: They were actually doing that. They It was actually discovered that they were going on quote unquote business trips.
0: Okay, for some reason that rings a bell to me, but I haven't heard of this story, so interesting. Okay. Hmm.
1: Well, it seems like there's a lot of people going on business trips.
0: Yeah, if you ever tell me you're on business <laughs> trip, man.
1: Well, I better cancel my business trip next month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> brutal. That's right? Brutal.
1: It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's something. Let's put it that way. Now, those lives uh, who he took were his wife of 24 years, 55 year old Fatima Ramadi, their 19 year old daughter, Nona, and their 14 year old son, Ali, his wife's sister, 58 year old Zare Ramadi, their husband, 59 year old. Mohammed Hossein Zari and their daughter Sarah. Neighbors and family members gathered for a candlelight vigil and laid flowers after the Christmas Day for those affected by the shooting. Detectives believe uh, the marital and financials trouble that led all up, up to all this are responsible for what Aziz are responsible for causing Aziz to kill himself and his family members.
0: Like just the stress of it all, I guess.
1: Just the stress. Losing everything, the pride, and maybe not being able to.
0: Get where uh, he wanted to get. Yeah. Succeed.
1: Well, I'll touch on that here in a second. Um, But I do have another quote here. Uh, It goes like this. I think he was probably overwhelmed when it was all said and done and decided to take his life instead, said police sergeant Robert Erbling. We really don't have clear ideas why he did this. Sometimes there's not really a good explanation for irrational behavior. I mean, he's right. Sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we can't understand the stress and the pressures, especially this time of year. It's a crazy time of year. Uh, There's family stress, work stress, financial stress. The prospect of keeping up with the Joneses is a very high thing Mm -hmm. this, this time of year. Imagine, you know, the neighbor kid getting more From Santa than your kid, for example. Uh, The temperatures are colder outside. You know, things are expensive.
0: Less daylight.
1: Less daylight. Your heat bill goes up. Yeah. Things like that. Things are more expensive, forcing longer working hours. It's demanding and it it takes a physical and Mm -hmm. mental toll. It's a very real thing. Mental health is, it's huge. Mm -hmm. Now I think Aziz wanted to be the best for his family. I think he loved his wife, his kids and those around him. He just didn't know how to show it in a nurturing way, which is why we had this strict parenting thing, right? Right. So when he was losing them and he couldn't fix it, just like with his his career, if he couldn't be a realtor, he wouldn't be anything else. So if he couldn't have his family, then he couldn't accept anything else.
0: Okay, but can I just ask a question here? Yeah. Sorry, when you said the investigators... Um, what did you say? did they Did they believe that he didn't actually mean to shoot himself or he wasn't planning to necessarily shoot himself as well? Is yes. that what that meant?
1: That's what the one investigator believes. Um I'll go with that quote again. I think he was probably overwhelmed when it was all said and done and decided to take his life instead. So what he's saying is he believed that he was trying to set it up as maybe the brother in law was the one who did all this? okay. Or maybe he just did all the shootings or something and afterwards, after he killed everybody, he couldn't handle the idea of what he did.
0: Right. Well, I think it would have been very obvious who the fuck did it.
1: It would have been. Right? Yes. yes.
0: But I guess I just don't quite comprehend why he needed to have done this to the whole family. Not that I agree that he should have just done this to to, to himself or anyone, but it's like, why didn't he just do this to himself? I don't know. Like to take everyone. Yeah, is definitely a bit much.
1: Maybe if he couldn't have his family, he didn't want anyone else to. I don't know. And Jeez. that maybe the sister-in-law, his sister-in-law and brother-in-law were maybe just collateral damage. I don't know. I'm just the wrong ear-rising. place, the wrong time. Yeah, I'm just theorizing. Hmm. I I have no clue.
0: Wow. So.
1: That is the story of the Grapevine Massacre. There's actually not a lot of information on this one. It was really hard digging for information. Any article I could find were like single paragraph and all the same information. So it was tough. Any good information I could find was from some other smaller podcasts and it was hard to find their sources and really actually solidify if it was uh, truth or fiction. So.
0: Well fuck cuz my brain's going here and I want us uh, I want to know more.
1: <laughs> well, you can try him if you want. No,
0: well there I don't like because everybody died including like the Disease. main dude. Yeah. It's like what kind of information are you probably going to even find, right?
1: Yeah, you can't. All you have is that he committed this horrendous atrocity.
0: Horrific.
1: And then what led up to it? Well, it was the divorce, it was the financial struggle, it was the loss of career. So it was all these stresses that led him to do this. Why or how, we don't know, but that's the path he was on.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: So I do want to end this. Um, I mean, we can still talk a little bit here, but I just do want to throw this out here uh, while I still have the moment. Um, I want to throw out the National Suicide Prevention uh, Hotline for you. Uh, So it's 1-800-273-8255. That's, again, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Uh, this time of year could be really stressful. Uh, if you are feeling pressure this time of year around Christmas, any time of the year, and you're having some dark thoughts, please call this line. Um, don't hurt yourself or anyone around you.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Well, yeah, being an adult's hard. Like, it's just hard.
1: Yeah, and living is not an easy you task. you
0: have the pressure of this, of Christmas, like... Because I think Christmas has almost gotten to a point where it's just makes life harder. It's not even freaking enjoyable half the time.
1: Yeah. It's all about consumerism nowadays.
0: Yeah. And it's just, it's not easy, especially like if you didn't have money and stuff to be buying presents and yeah. or making these like meals and stuff. That would be really hard. Yeah. It would be. So,
1: so yeah. And anyone who is struggling with anything, even if you're not going to call this hotline if you're not that far if you are that far i just want to remind you like every battle you face so far you've won because you're still standing here mm-hmm. so keep fighting
0: and honestly too you may think that you're alone but like you're not there 100%. is literally someone and more people than you would ever know in your corner that you just don't realize
1: which i mean honestly we found that out just by a simple sorry we haven't posted a podcast
0: oh yeah and
1: the response we have of people just reaching out and just being so kind to us like
0: absolutely i do think like people when they're in that dark they just spiral and they're like no one would even care like no one cares but like people do there's someone a hundred percent that's still in your corner
1: 100 percent. so so just keep fighting And I mean, this is a really dark ending to the podcast. Not that the podcast wasn't dark, um, but I do just want to say Merry Christmas, everyone. It's uh, it's a tough time of year, but it's also a happy time of year. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just keep trucking, keep kicking. Merry Christmas.
0: Happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays. Yes. For those who aren't celebrating Christmas.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Sorry. We're in a hicktown where it's like everybody's christmas so i forget that sometimes and not everyone is celebrating merry christmas,
0: christmas happy holidays you and know all that jazz
1: everything whatever you're celebrating if you're not celebrating everything happy saturday because it's going to oh, be saturday yeah. on christmas so just kick back and enjoy your weekend and i don't know maybe listen to a true crime podcast instead of christmas music on the radio there you go yeah so merry christmas and of course
0: stay wicked